trading here on ESPN 1000. Adam Abdallah with Tom Waddle. And now we pass the baton to Jay Hood and Sylvie. What's oh. up, guys? What is up? <laughs> I almost threw right? my ACL, <laughs> taking up my butt. You all right over there? Did you see me? Oh, like my I, God. I, I just stumbled. You had a Ron Settle okay moment there. Over there? <laughs> my, my hairpiece didn't catch fire. My leg! Oh, my <laughs> What the hell, Tommy? This one's mine. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, yeah. oh, what? Oh, come on! Oh. He's got his cubs out. Listen, you ever need to knock on wood, just reach for Santa's light. (laughs) Hey, it's Tommy's hair at least. (laughs) But now you just hit the button. What are you doing? Turn off the phone. You just hit the phone. I didn't touch. You hit the phone. I was 50 feet from the phone. He's tired. He's sleepy. I know. This is early for you. This is is early. What time did you get up today? Uh, 6.51. Oh, on the ones. On the ones. So it's only, what, 20 minutes or 30 minutes late or 30 earlier minutes, than normal? Early. That's yeah, not bad. Or, yeah, or 20 minutes That's early. not bad. No. My, mine was I, like three hours. <laughs> well, between feedings. I went to get up for a feeding, and then I just stayed up instead of going Five o'clock, I have to get up and stumble to the bathroom and take a leak. And you just stayed up. I just stay up. Yeah. I do set the alarm. Don't get me wrong. I'm not just going to rely on my, my body to tell me that it's time to go. Yeah. His body will let you down nine times out of ten. <laughs> no wonder you're available for those KJM hits. You're up early. <laughs> My God. You, hold, you, you set the coffee, Mom, in the morning? I you go set? back to sleep. <laughs> Who sets the coffee machine? Does Cap set the coffee machine? Does he talk yes. about that? Yes, he does. In the no. morning, yes, why? he does. For he's, why? Because he's got the super curing, that's why. Yeah, but I just pop the little cup in and hit the button, and 30 seconds later, have a cup of coffee. Why do I need to have... Have it pre-baked and cooked and everything. Because he likes to wake up to the smell of Folgers in, in the morning. Your yeah. <laughs> Folgers in your cup. He's still the Folgers one using, yeah, he's still using Folgers. Like, he's the one keeping Folgers in the <laughs> well, Remember, hey, listen, that's a step up from what it used to be. It was Zasanka. You just have a hot cup of water, and then you just take a, yeah. a teaspoon full of Sanka, oh. and put it in your cup, and drink that poison. Yeah. It's instant coffee. Oh, Got to have it was, decaf. It was instant nothing, heartburn. Nothing says sports radio like decaf. Oh. Got to have that, right? Oh. Well, I don't see the – I don't enjoy – like, I don't really, like, enjoy – the t- I'm not like mmm coffee. Yep. Where I would drink decaf. Like to me, it's it's a set. Like it's a th- it's a drug. It's like mm-hmm. alcohol. Like, I, I don't drink it. non-alcoholic uh, b- uh, beer. Some yeah. do. To each their own. Yeah. See, so. but I had a, I had a doctor who told me to stop. Remember those days? Oh, when I was weaning myself off of coffee. Yes. Yeah. And I did drink decaf yeah. because I needed. You know, hot coffee mm-hmm. to the mind over the matter thing. Yes, I can Next see. Next thing that. you know, so, he's bringing bags of booger sugar to the office because he needs to get himself jolted and ready to <laughs> yeah, go. Never once. Yeah, the doctor <laughs> said, you know, less coffee, more cocaine is what yeah. the doctor Me and said. Coke would be yeah. like, <laughs> that would, you know what? I quit. I'm not coming into work. If you're if you're on you junk, that? I'm out. It would yeah. even him out. Actually, I think it'd be fine. <laughs> even me out. No, no way. Way. Send him hey. over the moon. Waddle yeah. and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. What up, Tommy? Yeah, yeah. Everything good? Hey, no, no, yeah, yeah, right. Before it's we get like started, you got a little something right you there. You like my burger and my stash, <laughs> right? <laughs> we asked if you could do the entire two hours. Who would get more tired of it first? Your imitation? Would, it, would Sylvie be more they, tired they, of it, or would you grow tired of having to do the imitation for, for two hours? I would get tired of him. Yeah. <laughs> you? You tired of him. At least, awesome. we don't, at least we don't have the, th- the telethon that you guys do every afternoon. Oh, four, four hours? Oh, four hours? Yeah. Three hours is a Brother. sweet spot. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
Oh, that's the semi-retirement. <laughs> Three hours. What's well, two hours? Oh, oh well, two, oh, well, two hours is vacation. Dollar. That's, that's yeah. Bluckin' of Dollar, Oh, yeah. oh it's, it's actually with a cross. That's Carmen oh, Yurko. It's Carmen Yurko and Bluckin' of Dollar. You're talking and yeah. signing yeah. off. You, see, you know the meeting we had this morning? Balls, let's go. <laughs> I mean, that was it. That was pretty much the meeting. Hey, once once uh, the White Sox season starts, you guys want to come in and do half an hour? Brother, man, my God, man. I mean, this is the golden hammock. Really is. Oh, my God. The golden hammock. It is the golden hammock of chips. He just walked in, looked at Sylvie, and said, balls. <laughs> it's, what are we talking about? Oh, let's balls. talk about the balls. All right, cool. See ya. <laughs> Sit down there. One, two, three. Break. Keith came in, our big boss, and, and he goes, what are you guys talking about today? And he goes, I'm going to talk bulls. I think Keith was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Who are yeah. these bulls you bulls. speak of? Bulls. I, I, just, I just did that to get him out of there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. I did it to get him out of there quickly. By the way, the story about uh, I didn't know until you guys told the story that I had done the the missed tax twice to, twice to yeah. Shay Cornette. Shay Shay Cornette probably she, she just had a baby too, right? Yeah, they did. Like, yeah, she doesn't. Well, she, she doesn't need to be bothered is, by you. What Jordan's probably going crazy. What is Sylvie doing? Texting my wife nonstop <laughs> out of the blue all of a sudden about yeah. about crazy stuff. This, this this will surprise you, Sylvie. I don't know if you know this. This will surprise you, but um, uh, Cap's pissed. Uh, so, so, oh, he's pissed about. Just want you know. What is Cap pissed about? I mean, this uh, the idea that you're talking bad about him behind his back again. I wasn't talking bad about Cap. I just said it, and I did it with Cap included. Yeah, he put on Cap the on the text time. message yeah. this time. This time, yeah, yeah, this time, this time. <laughs> Didn't make him any happier. That's I'm a just different, that's you a right different now, change. Like, you go right ahead and deal with that. See, but uh, again, I get the trickle down because yeah, this red hand MRFer and all this stuff, and I get you, that. You catch the strap. Oh, absolutely, yeah. just like you do. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe we have to cross you and I with those two. Brother. We, we're meat shields. We, we, <laughs> we're meat shields for anger. I mean, pretty much, pretty much. Oh. We, that's, that's why you and I go to group every week that's for this. Right. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's absolutely. True. By the way, it's going to be an anger festival from 2 to 6 today, won't it? Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, Carm's boy. not on the creatine anymore, so... That's true. You know, it's not as bad. He still he still can blow. He can rev it up. Yeah. Just please give him his pen. I had to take this. I'll be right back. It, like a random... Uh, I do he could eat. See ya. See ya. A random thing can set him off. Yeah. And oh, then, yeah. like, people reminded uh, Abdallah and Waddle this morning, and I'm trying to think what it was about. Hoodie, do you remember what it was about? They got into it, and I want to say it was towards the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Something, something happened. Shay, do you remember? Maybe I'll text Shay. I had uh, forgotten. I had forgotten. I had forgotten that they actually had worked together. They had worked together, and like Abdallah mentioned, it got heated. But I, I mean, I think it was over some random thing. Don't well, it's recall. It's never anything real with Carmen that they get mad about. Like Carmen never gets mad. We talked about this. Carmen never gets mad at anything. Well, well, Sylvie's real. got the best example of yeah. it at all with Carm. Like Carm could have, you know, the stock market crashes. He loses his entire four one zero. Hey, whatever. You know, my my stockbroker yeah. prepped me for this. Yeah. Could be highs and I there's no money. Be lows. I got no money uh, left. Yeah. Whatever. I worked all my <laughs> life and I know the stock market's going to go down. Money and, comes, money you know, goes. It's going to go. What you said? What about Mankata? <laughs> Mankata <laughs> could be the third baseman cap. He sucks. I mean, How I mean, much more do you need to see I mean, that he doesn't have any power? I mean, it's going to be something, man. Sweatshirt comes off. Off. So then he starts pitting out. Holy bleep! It's a, it's a thing. Yeah. Where's my pin? I can't find my pin. Where's my pin? I can't find my pin. Where's my pin? Like, dude. 
But you, it's okay. It's a pen. But you've dealt with. I mean, what Santo. Hap- what happened yesterday <laughs> with Cap and uh, uh, what's his name, the caller. Um, I, I Bob, from Bob from Lagrange. Bob from Lagrange. What happened? Do we have that in what the happened? system? Jay Moore, do we have that somewhere? I because I I was, was brushing cut. my teeth and I heard it in the background and I just heard Mount he Mount was Cap explode. So mad for no reason. At poor Bob. You know Bob and Lagrange. Twelve oh one. Called the twelve oh 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 one called Carmen and Yurko and he goes, hey, "What is Cap? Does Cap think that he's going to be make me mad that they replayed that? No." Cap doesn't affect me. He called us last night at, what, 5.55 and then hung up. Yeah. He won't probably want to say the same thing. Yeah. He uh, thinks Cap is the one cutting in and putting in every show. Again. Yeah. Yeah, he calls every show. But, I mean, he thought... At like, the end of every show. Well, why was he... What was wrong? Oh, it's just a day that ends with why. Oh, okay. I don't know. That's good. I mean, just... Strange Bob. I mean, he... Here's here, 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 here. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. I just wanted to tell uh, Cap that uh, Caleb Williams was beaten by Tulane, the school that... Uh, <clears throat> no, he wasn't. USC was. Or no, Oklahoma. Caleb Williams. Tulane beat Caleb Williams, the quarterback. So, Caleb and Caleb Williams is not better than Justin Fields in any way at all. So why do you keep bringing up these names about somebody who played Justin Fields? All right? Donnell Mooney came out in the fifth round, the 153rd pick, one of the top receivers in the NFL. He's not one so of the long. top receivers in the NFL. He's a good what? player. What? He's a good player. And by the way, <laughs> hey, hey uh, LaGrange Bob, let me just read you something here because I like to spit fact. This Caleb Williams in that game, facts. 37 of 52 for 462 yards and five touchdowns. You can Bro. stick that Tulane loss where the sun don't shine, brother. But you did say lost, brother, right? brother, he brothered him at That's the end. That's not huh? on him. That's on the defense. <laughs> they gave up 46 points. He doesn't play defense. Let, let me give you another Stop one. Stop the idiocy. Stop was the idiocy. Like that? Was it like that the whole day, or did it just like, was he backed up a little? Uh, no, you know, it just, well, see, that old is timer. History? No, that that old is timer history? is just a guy that likes to meddle. Yeah, I, and that's why we play the Sanford and Son theme for him because <laughs> because he's old. And old. That was for Cap. <laughs> when you said that old timer, no, appropriations for his brother. Yeah, you know which one, that, which old timer yeah. he was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, it just. I mean, he's a, he's the stick in the beehive. That call. Oh yeah, I know, Bob. but I didn't think yeah. that that was really. It escalated quickly. Wow, really, that got out of hand. It was. Yeah. Uh, did you hear the clip last week of? Um, What's his face? Uh, the Auburn head coach. Uh, oh, um, uh, uh, why can't I think of his yeah, name? Who used to be in the uh, Bruce BC? Pearl? Bruce, Pearl. Bruce, Bruce Pearl. Pearl. Yeah, yeah. Bruce, Bruce Pearl. Pearl had a rant last week where he was really, really, really calm, and all of a sudden he started yelling. Yeah, yeah. and that—that's what Cap reminded me of. That's right, brother. Yeah, brother, <laughs> brother. Mm. Okay, my <laughs> man. He really is Gene Wilder. He really is in the church. <laughs> <laughs> he is in Richard Pryor. <laughs> I mean, he really is. Silver streak? Were they, were they together in Silver Streak? Like, it's, it's unbelievable. Hey, can I ask you guys a serious question? No. Okay. All right, see you guys. Kevin J. I'm sure you want to make more Ron Santo no, jokes. No, I wasn't making a Ron yes, Santo joke. Yes, you all were. You no, were it up. I worked with Ron. I loved Ron. He was hey, fabulous. Like I was making Ron Santo jokes. <laughs> this is my leg. Um, yes, it is. <laughs> you <laughs> you your microphone spread. Knock on hey, wood. Listen. You dropped your condom. Um, Again. I have a serious question. And maybe it's the wrong time for it. I just wanted to know if you guys were, were, are you truly interested in Orlando Brown Jr.? Or do you think that you'd have to overpay him? I got a nice text from someone that Sylvia and I talk with quite a bit who believes that 
He's he's not as good. He's not an elite left tackle. But, That's what Breer told you, too. Yeah, he just said the same thing as well. But are you willing? I'm more willing to overpay Orlando Brown Jr. than I am Mike McGlinchey. Okay, well, again, the question still stands about this. You ready to win? You ready now? Uh, I'm ready to be better. Well, well, you know what I mean by that? Meaning, like, you have all this. We talk so much about the draft. But and he's 26, the, by the way. But what about the cap space, though? In a offseason that is not shining brightly with a lot of free agents that are, like, are top tier. Right. So you got to be able to spend it on something. Yes. I mean, you can't pocket it for next year. It doesn't that's not a rollover. And right? I get yeah, you're right. And I get that. Listen, we need to spread it out some because we need depth as well. It's right. not just we're not one player away. Mm-hmm. But I think that the amount of money they have gives them this luxury to be able to maybe overspend for one player. That's the topic though. Of is it um, is it quantity more guys to fill in these holes at the depth chart or someone that could be an anchor for the next five years. I said, though, that it's... I think, like, I know this is not... Uh, you're not allowed to answer it this way, but I'd say both. If you can accomplish yeah. both, that's what I want. And yeah. I think they can, and I think it's more that you have to... It's more the structure of the contracts that worry me than overpaying. Yeah, that's a good point. The, like, if you can get Orlando Brown and say, hey, man, we're going to give you a huge signing bonus that doesn't count against the cap. We're going to give you... We're going to front load this contract. We're going to give you... Yeah, the average value will be $20 million a year, but we're giving you $30 million this year. And then we're going to give you $20 million after that, and then we're going to give you $10 million after that. Because sure. when you need to re-sign fi- Fields, if you do re-sign Fields, you don't want that affecting yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Right? So you need to front load some of these contracts if you're bringing these guys in for a long period of time. He's the right age for this, too. Yes. Now, some of these yeah. guys you're going to fill in with some 30-year-olds and some guys that are just on a one-year, two-year contract, but not too many of those, Tom, yeah. because offensive line help, you need yeah. defensive line help, yeah. I need a corner, I need a couple of wide receivers. I mean, it's a lot to fill up. So you got to start somewhere. And, you know, on this show, like Shay would say, I want it now. He'd say, I want eight or nine wins now. Well, you don't have nine-win talent. No. You just don't. Now, and, and in a couple years, maybe. Maybe in a couple years, sure. But I think that you got to start somewhere. I would agree with that. Here's what uh, Greg Gabriel said. Did you read what he tweeted? I, I did not. Now, no. and I, you take it with a grain of salt. He says, I have some news for Bears fans. If Orlando Brown becomes a free agent next week, the Bears will not be trying to sign him. The outside zone scheme requires athletic tackles who can play in space. Brown can't do that, even in his dreams. Okay. Listen, nobody knows him any better than Ryan Poles, right? Yep. Outside mm-hmm. of Kansas City. So mm-hmm. if Ryan, if, if the Bears are not interested in him, it, obviously, you know, connect the dots. Ryan Poles has reservations as well. But if Ryan Poles is in on him, then, you know, it, it'll be interesting. I think that there are a lot of people that like the kid from Jacksonville as much or more, but he's a right, right. tackle, isn't he? He's a right, right tackle. Right then tackle. you keep Bra- Braxton Jones at left. Yeah. See, that's why I asked Poles a question about the offensive line of who do you like? Yeah. So we know who they're going to fill in, right? Yeah. So I asked him about uh, Braxton Jones, and he thinks that he's versatile to be able to right. play left or right side. Mm-hmm. Okay, then what? That was, yeah. a great, that was a great question Kevin, because I think, I, I think he told you that a lot of things are on the table. That, yes, we could sign a left tackle mm-hmm. uh, uh, and he could move to right or we're cool keeping him at left tackle and we could sign a right. I want them I also to secure yep. the center position, whether that's Lucas yeah, oh, Patrick yeah, or not. I thought, see, here's the thing. I thought Lucas Patrick played well when he was healthy. 
Ooh. And Ooh. I thought he played fine Ooh. when he was healthy. He played fine when he was They had he the like center quarter, or guard. He only played like a quarter at center. Yeah. And he, I thought he was bad at guard. I thought he was. No, no, no. At center, if he goes to back to center, I think he can be better at center. Well, that's what they brought him in for. Yeah. Right? And then I think Tevin Jenkins was fine. I think you have, you have at least you have two and a half solid offensive linemen there. If Patrick moves okay. back to center, you can. But this is also, this offensive line wasn't as bad as everybody makes it out to be. Yeah, did they lead the lead in sacks? Sure. But a lot of that was Fields' fault, and a lot of it was health at the, be- at the at beginning of the season when they weren't scheming up plays and the way the they end. were in the middle part of the season. And then also at the end of the season, half the offensive line was hurt, and you were playing with backups that no one had ever heard of. So if guys stay healthy, which they can't, because you need to, that's why you need depth. So I'm less about, when it comes to you say quality over quantity. I'm. It depends on the position for me. Like I need quantity at the the offensive line position because if you bring me quality wide receivers and weapons for Fields, yep. you can get by. You don't have to be the best at every single position to be a successful football team. True. We talked about how bad the Chiefs' offensive line was for a lot of the season and their defense, and guess who showed up? Their offensive line didn't allow a single pressure during the Super Bowl. I know you don't I like guess. it because it was a bad field and all that kind of stuff, but still, they played well during the during the playoffs. Yeah. They yeah. played well. It was, well, it, was, they, it was Kansas City against the 85 Bears. On yeah, Super Bowl right. Sunday, as, as well, we were they told. said though that Orlando Brown, I, I guess, graded out worse, gave up more pressures in the postseason than any of the other left tackles that were mm-hmm. in the postseason. So there's some you know conflicting stuff out there. I would just listen if you're going to use some of your cash on an offensive lineman. Yeah. I'd much rather you overpay Orlando Brown right. than Mike McGlinchey on the right. Me side. too. That's but I could me. also understand someone calling in and saying. But if Poles found Orlando Brown, he can find the next Orlando Brown and sure, just draft sure. capital. Well, that's well, the they, they, could, they could draft one of the two offensive linemen yeah. available. There. Well, not even there. Not even at seven. Like, find it later. Like, don't go out and, and spend for the T-Rex that is Skaronsky, supposedly. He's got short arms. <laughs> so so yeah. did Rashawn Slater. I understand that. But, do you, but in, again, in this scheme, if you need to, if the art, your goal will tell you that the long arms matter. You need to have the long arms. So Maybe you kick him in and he plays guard. That's fine, too. But I trust him to go out and, the, to me, the value position. If you, what McShay said in his new mock draft, that they trade back twice and end up with the seventh pick with the Raiders, um, then find find your offensive lineman later. Find him in the second round. I want them to overpay, overpay for a defensive line, too. That's the worst defense of my lifetime. Yeah. It yeah. was. Up front. No, sure. You have yeah. to sign someone in free agency. Still, think yeah, about it. One. Think about it. All the defenses that you've seen, right? Oh, yeah. Is that not the worst? Or well, at least... well, and that's something they've done well. Like, yeah. They've always had well, good defense. Well, think about, yes. too, the discrepancy between the sacks and the sacks given up. They were a minus 37. I think they gave up 37 and they only had 20. Or 57 and they only had 20. Oh. They were a minus 37. Like, you want to go plus minus if you can apply it to your offensive and defensive lines? Yeah. That's pretty awful. Yeah, so, I've never seen anything that bad. So we have a spring trading today. Hoodie and I will be on till noon. We'll cross talk with Black and Yurko. Your show's almost over. I know, right? We cross talk and then we're done. We're cross talking in five minutes. We'll t- we'll cross talk with Black and Yurko. <laughs> then we're done. That basically this show. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anything you want to talk to uh, Hoodie and I about? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Open line. You want to talk anything. about the Bears? <laughs> you want to talk about the Bulls with us? You want to talk about some Sox and Cubs optimism? I got my Cubs hat on. Oh, you got your yeah, Cubby chubby in full I, effect. I am totally swollen when it comes to Cubs baseball. <laughs> I'm swollen. 
Have fun. What does that really mean, though, for you? <laughs> it, mean, it means... Oh, uh, shot across it, the bow! I'm not asking. Look, what does it mean? It, look, I know there's not wins? a lot there. Is it? <laughs> a strong wind from Clark and Addison, and that thing goes from it, six it, to midnight. It, it may not be quality. 83 wins. Yeah. 85 wins. <laughs> 90! Look out! I gotta, I gotta, I gotta work with what I got! Get that thing out of my face! Pointing north for the north side! Where are you? Unbelievable! I want to know how big that cubby chubby is! Three, three, two. Three, three, two. Three, seven, seven, six. You get two hours to find out. You better find out how big that chubby is! What do you have the biggest chub for? Three, one, two. Let's play the game. I'm out. Just, there's nothing there. There we go. Just I'm out. out topic. I'm out. <laughs> what are you doing? It, it, You're it's a pro. Training. What, the, what is that? That's what we do. How We're going to experiment. <laughs> it's spring training. It's pandemic programming again. <laughs> We're coming up next. <laughs> this is Spring Training Tuesday. Same lovable ESPN Chicago host, but paired with different radio partners. How are we going to work this? Same way we always do. I interrogate him, you write it down. Spring Training Tuesday continues on ESPN Chicago. Where is the bio? Uh, we're going to have fun today. Buddy and I, uh, what do we call it? Skokie and South Shore? Is it South Shore and Skokie? It's Skokie and South Shore. That's right. Know the, the branding, pal. We came up with this in like 07. That's right. Skokie and South Shore. We've uh, we've done many of these now. I mean, I think the last time you and I worked together was at the golf outing, mm-hmm. uh, the second golf outing yes. late summer. Yes. Um, anything you want to talk about? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. The Bears obviously remain front and center. Uh, free agency is basically less than a week away. I know the official league year is a week from tomorrow when deals become official, but we're going to start hearing about these agreements. A week from yesterday. Mm-hmm. So we're about six six days away. Um, the, the draft continues to be the hot and heavy topic with everyone having the Bears uh, rumors out there with all these trades. And Rich Eisen was saying that the Bears are down the road on an agreement. And we had Peter King on yesterday mm-hmm. who basically was saying the same thing. And, you know, you and I were talking uh, in, the, in the pre-show about, you know, whether it's good or bad or if it's uh, refreshing to hear Ryan Pauls, and you guys had a great interview with him um, from the Combine. If it's refreshing to hear him open and honest talk about these things. It is something that we're not used to as fans to be able to hear a general manager or uh, someone in the, you know, in the upper office be able to say, yes, here's our options. I know it's obvious to everyone, but for someone that's in the front office, Sylvie, they usually don't open up and tell you, you know, we could trade down or we could be able to do some things. What I thought was interesting, Ryan Poles is saying the obvious, but we don't get the obvious very often from our front office. And so I, I'm very interested in that. So for me as a Bears fan right now, storyline-wise, it's what's happening in the draft. It's free agency, and what are you going to do with that money, with the cap space? And third, where's Aaron Rodgers going? Because that also matters in the NFC North. I'm on pins and needles waiting to find out, now that Derek Carr is a saint, is, does Aaron Rodgers have the testicular fortitude to leave Green Bay, where he's been very comfortable, and go to the Jets? Does he have, or will he retire? I'm very interested in that story because that also relates to the Bears. I think it's, uh, and I'm with you, I think... 
the number one thing that happens is he leaves. Mm -hmm. I think number two is he retires. I think the last thing that's possible is he returns to Green Bay. I think that I, I think that ship has sailed with the Packers. I think they're done with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to me, that's the the order I would rank. I, and I think it's interesting that you th- you said that you're on pins and needles. I wonder if all Bears fans are. Is this something now? Like a lot of Bears fans have given me crap because I've been interested in this story since midway through the season. Mm-hmm. Now that we're here at a point where this decision it could happen at any moment. Are Bears fans interested? 312-332-3776. And the reason why I feel this way, Sylvie, is because, very simply, if Rodgers is out of the division, of course, let me just go back. The Bears have to take care of their own house. However you're going to reimagine this organization, however Poles and, you know, Eberflus, who's here for a cup of coffee, uh, that will be the head coach. I'm just telling you that what it comes down to is what does the new look NFC North look like if Rodgers is not in it? Now, I know that I'm glad Waddle's out of here so I can say some bad things about Kirk Cousins. I'll just say Kirk Cousins is a really a, a quality regular season quarterback. And I know if, if Waddle was here, he'd be banging me and oh, yeah. be hitting me in the be, back be. of the, the neck. I'm surprised he didn't wear his Vikings jersey today. <laughs> I know he's a fan, right? Yes. But if Rodgers is out, can could you see the seamless transition of Favre to Rodgers to Love? I do not. At least that's the hope, right? It, 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 like, it will kill me. It will kill me. <laughs> exactly, yeah. right. So, so if the Lions being better, Lions, I expect to be in the playoffs this upcoming season. I expect them to be there. Yeah. Vikings, again, solid regular season team. Does this mean that the Packers go backwards, take a few steps back, and the Bears can move a couple steps forward? That's the hope. I want to go back to when you and I were kids, when the Packers sucked. Yeah, When we too. were kicking their and, ass. And we were good. Every single year. All right, so do you care? Are, are, do you care and are you on pins and needles, like Hoodie said, about what Rodgers decides? As Bears fans, three three two three seven seven six. I also want to make a comparison. Weave the both together. Ryan Poles versus AK. Mm-hmm. And the different styles that they have here. Um, and I will bring that to your attention coming up next. All right, guys. Uh, Toyota is having a great event going on right now. It's the Toyota Ready, Set, Go sales event. You can go anywhere and everywhere with Toyota's legendary lineup of 20 vehicles with all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive. It's more than any other auto brand. And the best part, from the fuel-saving RAV4 hybrid, which I drive 40 miles to the gallon to the rugged Tacoma Every Toyota comes with Toyota Care. It's a two-year, 25,000-mile, no-cost maintenance plan with roadside assistance. It's awesome. During Toyota's Ready, Set, Go sales event, it's a great time to shop for your favorite Toyota. Visit your local Chicagoland Toyota dealer or Toyota.com today. Toyota, let's go places. This is Spring Trading Tuesday. Same lovable ESPN Chicago hosts, but paired with different radio partners. Spring Trading Tuesday continues on ESPN Chicago. Buddy and I uh, together, we're in for Greeny live and local. Black and Yurko coming up uh, noon to two. Cap and Carmen. And for Waddle and me today, Tyler and Meller, 6 to 8. And then 8 to midnight will be Greeny as oh, we continue is, with our spring trading. Is that trading. right? Yeah, Greeny will right come up. Right the NBA coverage? <laughs> 8 o'clock. It's probably spring trading. You've got to be part of it too, right? Yes. And we're in for him. He's uh, got to do a shift too. That's good. And make everyone work. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's funny. 
with AK. AK is the exact opposite of polls. Mm-hmm. AK says nothing, n- ever. Never tells you a word. Like, polls is out there in Peter King's comedy. He's like, hey, you know what I got? I got an offer where I've got a 24 first-round pick. I've got a 25 first-round pick. I've got three teams making me offers. I've got all of this. He's, yep. he's being open, and he's being honest. AK tells you nothing ever. Now, both, both instances can work. The only thing I care about is, is if you build me a winner. Yeah. Now, AK, at the beginning, chose to go down the ro- route of trading all of his capital for Vooch. Yep. And it hasn't worked. He built a team that is in the middle, and unfortunately, this middling team is really bad this year. And whether he talks or he was open like Poles, he built a team with a ticket to go nowhere. Poles, this is all refreshing and this is all good. And if he takes the most cap room and he takes the number one pick and he does the most creative general managing ever, we're going to love him being open and because he's going to build a winner. But if he's going to talk and talk and talk and he's going to build a crap team, we're going to be like, uh, what what's the point of being so open? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it doesn't matter that AK doesn't speak. What mattered is is AK didn't do diddly with with what he had, and he ended up being just as bad, if not worse, than Gar and Pax. So I like when 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 Cap is on with you and yeah. he says, "Well, AK never talks." I I really don't care. Like, I, I like a guy being accountable. Sure. What I care is he built you and I, and we love our Bulls, mm-hmm. a really bad basketball team. Yes. With no, with no ticket out of this. I want Poles, and he's open, and it's cool, and it's fun. But what, what I really care about is if Poles can build me a winner. Well, see the difference between the two organizations? There's a lot there, but let me just ask you this. Isn't there a distinct difference between how the Bulls are run and how the Bears are run currently? Meaning that it had to be a hard sell for Ryan Poles to tell George McCaskey, you want me to fix this? We got to get rid of Khalil Mack. We got to get rid of Allen Robinson. We got to get rid of uh, Keem Hicks. All these contracts, right? Because we're going to start from the beginning. It's going to hurt. I mean, I don't know if that's what he told George in the interview process, but it's exactly what's happening. And I guess George is good with it because Poles is still in place. Imagine our, our Connor Shelvis coming from the Denver organization. Solid organization. You can always depend on 48 to 50 wins, a good, solid effort in the playoffs. That's where Connor Shelvis comes from. Imagine him saying this to Michael Reinsdorf and saying, well, the only way we can fix this is if we bottom out. How would that, how would that taste to Reinsdorf, Michael or Jerry? Well, Michael was probably sick of bottoming out, and he probably hired the guy who told him I could put some butts back in the seat, I yep. could get rid of Jim Boylan, and I could build you a watchable team again. Okay, and so that's why... Billy Donovan was hired because that was a top-shelf hire. I mean, that guy was going to step away from basketball for a while. No, we need you because of what you did to Oklahoma City. We know that you know offense, so we need you to be the head coach. And on top of that, because you're Billy Donovan, I know you don't want to coach kids. We'll get rid of all these guys that was promised playing time. Gafford, all these guys, out, out. And we're going, to, get, and we're going to invest in Levine, and we're going to get you DeRozan, we're going to get Vooch, and we're going to give you a veteran team to work with. There you go. Because otherwise... You know what this would be? If this was the Bears, say the Bears were the Bulls, there'd be some college coach or some assistant with a bunch of uh, veterans or young guys developing, and we would be the Pistons. That's the difference between the Bears and the Bulls. See that? I mean, as far as the philosophy of the organization, that's why it's refreshing with polls where it's like, 
you didn't win with these veterans anyway. It's just they're just a cap casualty. Now Ouch. he's got to do the hard part, though. Yeah, like this is all fun and good, and I love it, and I'm having a great time with it. Now he's got to cash it in and build me a winner. What's the difference? But what would you rather have? This these growing pains with the with the Bears, well, yeah, or the Bulls middling at eleventh spot in the East. Well, it, it's the only way, Jonathan, that we've seen a team in Chicago build a championship. Really, mm-hmm. like the Sox didn't do it, I guess, in 05 that way. We weren't supposed to win, right? Right, and and that's no. why it didn't it didn't sustain. Mm-mm. But like the Cubs bottomed out, the Hawks bottomed out, um, and like the Sox up until the point they hired Larusa. The, on their road to getting good again, they bottomed out as well. Right. Like, that's the way to do it. That's really the way to do it. Chase on the south side, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Chase? Jilly, what's happening, bro? Everything's good. Say hi to Hoodie. Hoodie, what up, man? What's up, Chase? What's going on? Hey, hey, um, yeah, so what you were talking about still with the Bulls, um, did you go to the point where uh, you start to lose patience with Billy Donovan, where um, when you start holding him accountable? Because I'm looking at the players and the difference between the Bulls and the Bears. The Bulls, like, who on this roster, nobody's developing. Like, what's going on? Why, why, I mean, we signed Patrick Beverly, but what was the point of signing him? You could have just played Dalen Terry and developed him. Or why is Patrick Williams on the bench, you know, at the last few minutes of the game? Like, who? Like, nobody's – if you look at all the team majority of the bottom teams in the East, I mean, the Bulls are like – if you think about the Bulls, are like the fourth-worst team in the NBA, and that's what a veteran roster. I mean, at least the teams in the bottom have young, developing players that they got something to be excited about. But who on the Bulls right now could you say that you could say, okay, that's somebody we can deal with? I mean, right now, I can't really say. Zach is, you know, here and there, and DeMar is aging. Vooch is, you know, nobody to deal agent, with. I mean, right. I yeah, I mean, it's just no, it's no, it's like there's no path. It's like there's nobody to be excited about. I mean, it's just, it's just bad. I mean, at least with the Bears, I mean, we got fields to build with, and we got a high draft pick, and we got some cap space there's hope. to build a, a, a championship roster. But with the Bulls, there's no path. I mean, worst case scenario, I mean, the best case scenario, they just be, lose out, and hopefully they uh, hit a lottery ticket with the lottery. That's the best case scenario as far as I'm concerned, but. Uh, it's good talking to you guys. Now you guys have a good afternoon. Okay. Thanks, Chase. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, so you talk about developing. So one of those guys on that list would be Patrick Williams. It's not about the points, Sylvie. It's about the rebounds. If I don't get five or more rebounds from him, I'm disappointed because you could be able to get easy baskets in the painted area just just on offensive rebounds and putbacks. For him, he had 14 points and one rebound against Indiana. That's not good enough. And sometimes you see the aggression, sometimes you don't. That's not that's not good enough. He talks about young talent, like it's him and Io. That's pretty much who he's talking about, the young talent. And is it has it developed where you feel like in a couple of years there no. could be something? No, no. And, like, uh, like, they're all accountable. Like, Billy, yeah, I hold Billy accountable. But I also then say, like, the, the other night I tweeted out about um, the Suns game. Mm-hmm. The Suns shot, like, 47 threes. That's yep. modern NBA basketball. Yep. I think the Bulls shot like 23s because they suck. They can't, they don't, they're one of the worst three-point shooting teams. And that's roster construction. That's correct. We, we knew it going into the year that they were a bad three-point shooting team. They can't hit the open three. Uh, AK did nothing about that. Billy can't help that. Right. Like, that, that's not a coaching thing. That's a roster construction thing. However, the disrespect 
or them not playing hard for Billy is disappointing to me. First of all, it's the NBA, so you're not playing for yourselves, but you're definitely not playing for Billy. So what does that mean? And then the Zach and Billy issue is... At least Zach is scoring down the stretch because... I think they, they, they're going to be able to get something for him in the offseason if they choose to trade him. Man, you're going to trade Reggie Theus already, huh? <laughs> That's what it is. That's what the Bulls did. I talked to That's what the Bulls did to your guy Reggie, and I loved Reggie. Yeah. I was chanting Reggie, Reggie, Reggie in the Chicago Stadium like it was uh, Yankee Stadium back in the day. Yes, you and 4,000 other fans. 4,000. <laughs> That's it. What, what a great seat. It was great. And you were a seat weasel back then. You, you, know. had, you had plenty of room. Oh, no, no, 200 we, level. We, no, we had floor seats because no one had, they weren't expensive floor <laughs> seats then. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've got. Uh, 25th anniversary party tickets. We have. We have. We have. I knew you were going to do it, too. Again with this. Hoodie and I are going to give them away coming up next. We. You have a question? No, 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 we are giving away tickets. Not you. Do you have a question? I know. I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm not eligible. Hoodie is going to come up with a question. I've got a question. Hoodie's got a question. We We are going to give away tickets. We. Coming up next. We. 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 This is Spring Trading Tuesday. Same lovable ESPN Chicago host, but paired with different radio partners. Spring Trading Tuesday continues on ESPN Chicago. All right, so coming up, we've got the big 25-year anniversary party. It's uh, the 24th. House of Blues. Tickets on sale at uh, LiveNation.com. You just search ESPN Chicago. I, I, I hear the tickets are nearly gone. Mm. So if you don't win this week, as we're giving away all week, the 25-year uh, anniversary party tickets at the House of Blues, you better buy them quickly. They're just $25 for the 25-year anniversary. Well, you mentioned earlier, what year did you uh, come on over from down the dial? Uh, 2005. 2005. So, uh, <laughs> September... So it's no, nearly no. been 20 years for you. Yeah, August of 2005. 2005. Yeah, I was let go down the dial. Contract wasn't renewed, however that is, in the Radio East. And then two weeks later, I was here. And that was, uh, their loss is our gain. I guess so. At least 100 pounds. <laughs> 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 It's, it's, and, it's been, and it's been fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's been fun. It's, and you know what? It continues yes. every morning. Yeah, fun continues every morning. Seven to ten. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Captain J Hood. And today is spring trading, and that's why you're hearing us now. We're in for Greeny, and um, and we're going to talk more uh, about the station and and just uh, off off the cuff stuff in the second hour. Okay. I, I, I didn't see that on my format here. It says off the cuff here. Off the cuff. Okay, I didn't right see that. Right here in the syllabus. Okay. The I Sylvie syllabus. Okay, I did not get that. Come uh, on copy. now, Jonathan. I emailed you. Okay, okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll take a look at that. I didn't know we had that syllabus, but there's an opportunity for you to win 25th anniversary tickets, and we have a question. Yeah, what's your question? Caller number 10 to 332-3776. You know, there was once upon a time at this station, uh, Carmen and Sylvie, they were saving the mu- music for everybody. Saving the music for everyone. And they were a combination, Sylvia and Carmen. So we're asking the question, what was the first year they worked together? 
Sylvie and Carmen on the air together as a combination. What year was that? Yes, the first shows. And we're not talking about, like yesterday I asked a question, who was my partner the first time I did like a primetime show on this station? We're not looking for the old Sylvie and Carmen primetime shows. The first year we just started doing like those weekend shows, those nighttime shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, 312-332-3776, the Save the Music Saturdays. We used to bring in bands. I recall this, yes. Do you, did you remember where we got the Save the Music stuff from? No, I have no idea. I, I, it was either VH1 or, me, or MTV. They were running, like, PSAs. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, Billy Corrigan and some other artists were, like... They were making, like, pitches for people going into the music industry. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Save the Music. Yeah. And I always, I was like, where's the music going? Like, what, what <laughs> yeah. do you mean, save the music? Save like, the music. Like, it's like save the whales. Like, right. what, like, okay, the whales could go, they could, like, the eagles, like, eagles were going extinct, yes. you know? And, and, like, whales, they were endangered species. Where's the music going? Well, see, this is all part of the 90s sp- spillover into the 2000s. Because right. we're always trying to save something in the 90s, yes. right? We are the world. We are the children, yes, right. save the wheels, yeah, save the music, right. all that. So that was the whole edict, I think, for that era of, hey, man, we have to come together and save whatever. Right. So they were doing these PSAs of save the music. So I said to Carmen, we should take this up, too. Yes. Since they're doing it, we should save the music on the weekends. Let's promote local artists who have never been on the radio, and instead of playing the music bumpers that you hear on the station, let's bring in these bands and let them play our music bumpers in and out. Yes. And then, like, for one segment, we would let them play, like, a full-length song. Mm-hmm. And then, like, these guys would come in, and they'd bring in their the whole drum set, all the equipment. They'd set up, like, two hours beforehand. And then they would literally get like 18 seconds in yes. and 18 seconds out. That's good enough. <laughs> Fade them out. It's terrible. <laughs> no, never. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, at some point, though, as you were bringing in some odd band from the north side that you were, you were out sweaty and drinking the previous night, would you like to come and play for us? One, one, a one, two, three, four. I mean, it, at, at some point, you were like, okay, that's enough of this. They got a tambourine coming. <laughs> it's a, they got uh, a t- huh, uh, at, at some point, you were like, okay, let's fade them out. <laughs> you had enough. <laughs> it sounded so good when I was drunk. <laughs> it sounded good on paper, Carmen. <laughs> they sent us a demo. They sounded way better than they sound today. The drumsticks were so crisp. We discovered the plain white tees. Ah. Plain white tees got their start. Yeah. On the the Carmen and Sylvie show. Uh-huh. The Sylvie and Carmen show. Yes. So, uh, yes, we saved the music. We did all, all sorts of crazy, dumb like uh, people got really mad. The most mad I ever uh, saw people is when we did the bit in or out. Mm-hmm. When we would do something, we would say uh, something about like putting your collar up when you wear a shirt, in or out. And we would take calls, and people would say that's in, and we would say no, that's out. Yes. And people were like, "Who are these two young guys on the air 
saying that this should be in and this should be out. People would get so mad at us. Yes, and one of those calls was JD. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean the collar it needs to or be just put like down? Dumb stuff. Like yeah. putting your tailgate flag up on your car driving to a Bears game. In or out? Oh, that's yeah. in. You got to no, that's out. Oh. We 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 know you're a Bears fan. You don't need to like dumb stuff. We would say. I would just say that I think that's for the anniversary month that we're going through. Bring it back. In or out? Yeah. Okay, we'll do because, a segment of in or out. Because, oh, oh. because now it's 25 years ago, and now you're a dad and much older, and so now you, you have a chance to find out in or out well, yes. if something's still trendy or not. Right. It only helps you. All right, we're back in uh, two short minutes. We'll tell you the answer of uh, the first year that we were together. We'll have some fun. It is spring trading. It's Hoodie and Sylvie in for Granny.